Take Talk. The Book Review. 24 minutes past four o'clock, starting with the thriller, as I usually do. There's a new one from Barbara Nadel, N-A-D-E-L, featuring her regular set of characters in Istanbul. Um, Inspector Chetin Inkman and Inspector Mehmet Suleiman and all of the others that go with the cast. And and once again, it's this marvellous blend of the history of Istanbul, the history of the Ottoman Empire and the way that reflects in the present. And there is a murder and there is a mystery and there's always a sense of the occult and there's always a sense of Istanbul being an uneasy amalgam between an Eastern and a Western history and Chetin Igman, who's this chain-smoking, thin, not particularly religious but very moral man, doggedly tracks down the bad guys. It's it's really good stuff and um, it, I've never been to Turkey, I've never been to Istanbul but Ever since reading the first Chetin Ikman, it is very much on my must-do-before-I-die list. And the latest, as good as all the previous ones, is called The House of Four. And very briefly, because I don't have a lot of time today, um, it centers around a house where four siblings have been living for nearly a 100 years, because they're all in their 90s, and they have not spoken to each other, it appears, For 70 or 80 years, there is a terrible mystery in the past which is leading to death in the future, and that's what he unravels. And then the more serious fiction, um, I... Look, character and plot have always been less interesting than ideas to J.M. Kutsir, but that uh, trend is accelerating in his latest books, especially the most recent two, which I've been reading, The Childhood of Jesus and The School Days of Jesus. Um, They are his sparsest, most demanding allegories to date. It's pointless trying to tell you what they're about because I don't know what they are about. They're about a young boy and they're sort of set in Spain, but essentially... They, there is the barest frame of a narrative in which J.M. Kutsia explores these big philosophical questions, often vexing and perplexing, but always gripping because his writing style is so spare, so austere, so worked on that not only unnecessary words, but unnecessary syllables and unnecessary punctuation have been removed. This is his attempt to take the novel of ideas down to its barest essence. Uh, Not easy reading, but if you are a reader of really serious fiction, then I think it is important to keep up with what J.M. Kutsia is doing. Um, The Childhood of Jesus and the School Days of Jesus are the two in that series. And then the non-fiction work that I just absolutely loved. I remember seeing only two, I think, of the four interviews that Michael Parkinson, who still remains my most, well, in my top three of most favorite interviewers of celebrities. I saw, I think, only two of the interviews that he did, of the four interviews that he did with Muhammad Ali. Ali died in June of last year, and because of those four interviews, which were etched in many people's memories, a lot of people phoned Michael Parkinson and said, tell us your memories of Muhammad Ali. And he hadn't seen Ali since 1981. He'd been offered Ali as a guest post-1981, but he said in an interview when talking about this book into which he puts the transcripts of those four interviews and also contextualizes them pre and post the interview, it's called Muhammad Ali, a memoir, he 
he, he says that I watched him in other interviews being paraded around like a kind of freak. To those of us who saw him in his glory, it was an awful affront to our memories of him. So I kind of resolved it in my mind. I was for a while upset that I hadn't interviewed him again, but now I know I was right not to. And he goes back into these four interviews with this extraordinary character, a man who in the context of his time was more famous than anybody has been or might ever be again. Uh, I think to, to people who were not around in the 70s and 80s, they just have no conception of the level of fame and adoration and recognition that Muhammad, Muhammad Ali enjoyed. And uh, Michael Parkinson, he, he he's in his 80s now and he's had a scare with cancer and the publishers were after him to write a book about his childhood in, in Yorkshire and he says, I didn't want to do that. And then the idea came to do this book and I'm very, very glad that he did. It's, you know, it's relatively small, just 200 pages or so, but every one of those 200 pages is packed with memory and wonderful stuff.